Good evening, good evening, Bowley Confess viewers. Welcome back to the Bowley Confess show. Um, I want to get on here today. and Well, first off, I want to let you all know, those of you who follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, um, there was a posting up about the first Zoom uh, conference coming up on the 5th. It has been canceled. God has um, required me to move now, and he wants me to get on here and speak to you all about this now. So I am walking in obedience to his word and his will and his way and that's what he's called me to do so that's what we're doing today so let's jump right in um the topic is it had to happen it had to happen okay so this message is for those people out there who have been through a storm who is going through their wilderness season and this message is also for the non-believers and the religious folk. That's who this message is for. So, um, I'm going to read Luke chapter 1. We're going to jump down to verse 76. And it reads, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord and prepare the way for Him. Okay? So for those of you who are sitting in that season, in that wilderness season, and you're like, what is going on? Why am I going through this? Lord, what, what am I experiencing? Well, honey, I'm here to tell you, just like the word says, you are a prophet of the Most High, okay? And you are required to go before the Lord and prepare the way. For his return. And what better way to prepare. Than to win more souls to the kingdom. That when he returns. We all can go back with him. Amen. So um, I want to jump over to Philippians. Chapter 1. Um, we're going to be reading. Verses 12 through 14. And I just kind of want to break down. Um, the three processes. And the three steps of the wilderness journey because it can get hard it can this walk is definitely not for the weak but what my intentions are is to let you know how to go through your wilderness journey so is it so it doesn't have to be as long as mine was and that you don't have to experience maybe as much hardships as i had okay so First off, let's read um, verse 12. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to, the, to advance the gospel. So right here, the word is just letting you know. You are not going through this for no reason. This is, this is to advance the gospel. Like, whatever it is you are going through, this is going to advance the gospel, his word, his, his, for his greater glory. So, that being said, it is very important on how you um, handle your imprisonment. Because how you handle your imprisonment is what's going to bring clarity to the people in the world and the, the non-believers and the religious folk who are questioning do I still want to serve God 
you know I'm, I'm i'm just here for the message i'm just here to see the miracle happen in somebody's life you know what i'm saying so it, it matters about how you go through it you you can't be murmuring and complaining and uh you know, just walking around looking like what you're going through, just sad and depressed. And it ain't about the clothes. It ain't about none of that. It's about how you carry yourself. You know what I mean? Because as as believers, we are called to be a walking representation of our Father who is in heaven. Okay? And, and it is our duty to study His Word and to see how we should go about our walk. That's where you're going to find how you should carry yourself to be like Christ. I know we all had them little bracelets growing up. Well, I know I did. And they used to say, uh, WWJD, what would Jesus do? So you got to ask yourself before you enter every room, before you, I don't care if you're in the house by yourself. I know I wouldn't want to go in my bathroom and, and boom, I walk into the mirror and I see myself looking like a struggle. Honey, you're in a struggle, but 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 you're in the struggle from a place of victory. You already you going in, you knew that God would get the victory out of it because we are victors. So when you are in this wilderness season and you are and you are just going through and it gets hard, you gotta remember that you are fighting from a place of victory. Just go in knowing that you already won. Because you cannot go in to situations with the victim mindset expecting to come out a victor. That don't work. You're going to have to check that. So um, let's let's try, slide on down to um, verse 13. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Okay, so people should be able to see and know based off how you're walking, how you're going through your trial and what you do while you're in, in that, um, um, help me out Holy Spirit, while you're in that waiting season and while you're in the wilderness season, glory to God, they should be able to see once you come out of that that your waiting was not in vain and that your um you being in chains and you being in distress was not just because you were struggling and just because you was going through in the wilderness season god wants to speak to you he wants to be able to communicate to you what it is that he needs you to do for the kingdom what it is that he needs you to do to bring glory to his name so if you are, have been experiencing, you feel like you've just been in some rough time for for a month or a year or shoot, you've probably been there six years. I don't know. You know, I was in my see, my wilderness season for a long time, but I was hard headed and I kept running. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you, everybody's is different. You know, so if you if you are, have been noticing that you are experiencing some some really really, I mean, really just feel like it's not nothing's getting greater. I, I encourage you to turn off the radio. Get off the internet for a little bit. Tell Bay you're going to call her back. Tell Bay you're going to call him back. You know what I'm saying? 
Just get quiet. Because God, he comes in a whisper. Okay? He not about to be yelling over your earth wind and fire. You know what I'm saying? He not finna be coming over your little Uzi and, and you know all that other stuff. He not finna be yelling, trying to, hello, hello. You know what I mean? He's he not finna be doing all that. He he wants he wants you to get quiet and get intentional. Excuse these motorcycles, y'all. Y'all know I like to sit in my car and do my car chronicles. Anywho, um, he's not he he does he whispers. So if it's loud, you can't possibly hear your instructions. Okay. So I encourage you to get quiet so that you can get your instructions and get alone. You can't be afraid to get alone. In that season, if he's pulling you and you noticing friends dropping off and relationships not working out and all those different things didn't, you know, was was going rough. And then you heard a word. That's because he was trying to get you alone and he got you alone and then he gave you your assignment. Maybe you had a couple assignments. I know I had a couple and. That's what he needs you to be working on while you are experiencing these things. And another thing I want to let you guys know, do not be ashamed of what you are going through. He needs, you got to think of it a different way. It's not about what you look like. You died to yourself a long time ago. When you gave yourself to Christ, you decided to live for him. Which means wherever walk of life that he called you to, to experience is so that he can get the greater glory out of it. So you cannot be embarrassed by the different things that he has taken you through. And you cannot allow people to say, well, if you would have did this, you wouldn't have been in that situation. Or if you just do that, I would, uh, you wouldn't be experiencing that. Or if, if, if you stand up for yourself, uh, they wouldn't be treating you like that. You don't know how, what God is telling this person to do. You do not know. These people don't know y'all what God has placed you in so that the non-believers and the religious folk can see that the blood still work, that God is still on the throne. They are going to know by what you go through. So if you lost your job, you ain't got no job and you on section eight and, and Pip is paying your bills and, and you going down the wick with the formula cars or however they doing it now. Don't be embarrassed, baby. You embrace that struggle because guess what? You got to think of it differently. It ain't the government providing. It's God providing. He still provides. God running everything down here. They could have turned you away. But God provided. Because you could have been going without. You got to look at the blessing and the fact that the matter is Though it may not be how you want it, you still got it. You might have got hand-me-downs when you asked the Lord to get you some new clothes and shoes. But guess what? You still got it. You cannot take the glory from God. Because guess what? When others bless you, he blesses them. It's in the word. He blesses those who bless you. So if you are not submitting to God's will and allowing him to move in your life how he wants to move because you're over here worried about serving people because that's exactly what it is you're you're serving people and their emotions and their feelings and what they think and how they think things should be done and how you should go about things if you are listening to God and he is telling you to do something and he has called you to do something to act a certain way and respond a certain way you do just what he said you don't serve men you serve God
So no matter how strange it looks to people, how soft you look to people, you got to remember that you are strong. And they say, oh, well, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And she crazy. Yeah. You tell them, yeah, you're right. That's why God didn't pick you to go through this. Because he knew how you was going to act. That's why your walk is your walk. And my walk is my walk. So you got to, you got to be ready to fight spiritually, not physically. People don't understand. You can't look for people to understand what it is you're doing and how it is you're moving. You live to please God now. This is no longer about you. This has never been about them. Because from what we just read in Luke chapter 1, it said you are a prophet of the Most High. Not a prophet of Keisha, Splenda, and Brenda. You are a prophet of the Most High God. And you are here to prepare the way for God's return. For the Lord's return, okay? So, you, you, you not here to please them? That's what you have to remember. It's so easy to get caught up in what people thinking. You got to tell them, yep, I'm in this right now. Yep, I'm wearing this right now. Nope, I ain't got no job. Yep, I got this, but I ain't got that. Yeah. Oh, she she got the new MacBook Pro, but she she ain't got no car. She got the new she got the new tablet, but she in a shelter. But did they know that God told you to go get that so that you can begin to write a book about how to reverse the hurts or how to um, gain a closer relationship with Him? That that book may be published and that one day they might go when they are in a dark and sunken place and debating on giving up and they might go pick that very book up off the shelf read the whole book they life may be their life will be changed their life will be changed because of that book that was wrote on that very same ipad on that very same computer that you went and purchased in your drought season because you were obedient to god and now because you laid your life down for your brother and your sister and your cousins and nieces and nephews. And you experienced this trial and this hardship. It was obedient to God that you was able to lay your life down. No matter what it looked like to other people. No matter how crazy it looked. How, how your priorities looked out of line to them. But because of your obedience. You was able to lay your life down. Do what God told you to do. That in the future, those very same lions that was roaring had so much to say was the same ones that ended up needing the very thing that you birthed in that season. Glory be to God. That they soul may be saved. And that when he returned, that they can have their wings and go on up there and party with us. And I'm saying us because I'm going to heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you cannot worry and you cannot feed the naysayers. You, you are here and you are a prophet of the most high. Not these people out here in the streets. Your riches is in heaven. All this stuff down here is going to perish. 
Oh, I own this and own that and I got this and got... Who cares? We don't own none of this stuff. If you ask me, everything is rented. I don't care if you own your house. I don't care if you own your car. Now, I ain't saying that ain't some of my goals. But what I'm saying is, you can't get caught up in this flesh rim. All this stuff is going to be gone. We cannot take none of this with us. It don't matter. Yeah, you see Keisha? She got a new Rolex. Yeah, uh, uh, Kim over there. Yeah, she... Woo! Boy, Kim riding high. So what? Okay. Because all I know is um, I'm going to be up at the gate knocking. Okay, hello, Lord. I did my task. Can I get my sandals? <laughs> can I get my Jesus walks? So I can walk, so I can walk up and through all up and through here. I earned it. I'm ready for my riches. Okay? Because your riches is in heaven. So don't aim to please these people because they'll have you going on the wrong path. Okay? So let's go on. Because I gotta get out of here. Um 14. And because of my chains. Most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Okay? So because of people that have been watching you in your journey and they see, yes, um, she was in a shelter, but I see every time that I saw her, she was smiling and just very resilient and just beautiful and very selfless just treated people with love no matter what the circumstances was no matter what she was going through and no matter how they treated her and care cared for her she was very uh receptive and she just received no matter if it was new or not you know what i'm saying if 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 you was on welfare and all you had was wick to feed your baby she didn't complain she didn't complain that her car was broke down and she had to catch six buses to get her baby what her baby needed. And that child father wasn't around. She didn't complain. She praised her way all the way through and thanked God that there was a bus to get on. She praised and thanked God that she had and was approved because of the favor over her life for the for those wick cards or however they do it. For that wick. That her child wouldn't go hungry. She didn't complain about having to change them pampers by herself because she looked at the blessing in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. She looked at the blessing in it that she had pampers to change that child all by herself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. That person didn't complain that they had to leave that high paying job. And go to a job that they was embarrassed to say they worked at. Because of what they felt their image was tainted. But I'm here to let you know, sweetheart. God had a purpose in that. That wasn't, it might not have been what you wanted. And it might not have been what you thought you needed. But that was God. God knew what his other child, your, your, your brother, your sister. And I'm speaking spiritually. Your spiritual brothers and sisters. Somebody watching you that you don't even know is watching you. They don't even like posts. They don't comment. They don't speak when you walk by, but they watching you. And, and they say, man, my sister, my brother, they, they, they left that job or that job fired him or her, however it went down. You know what I'm saying? And then now they over here working at McDonald's and do-de-do-de-do. -do -do -do. 
but God raised them up and now and now they have this that and the third they they I don't know what you're doing you're writing books you 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 podcast whatever he calling you to do you know what I'm saying they got their own church now you know what I'm saying that that would show them God always gets the glory out of the situation and because you walk through that with your head held high as people talk down on you and and spoke over your life and said what you should have did and would have did and how they could have would have did you pressed on and you kept pushing because you knew that you you had that voice carrying you and what God told you what God say ain't always how the floor plan of what man made out prime example Somebody who don't have six bankruptcies might not be able to go get a house. Just go over there and sign the paperwork and get the house without having co-signers. But the God that we serve and the favor that he has placed over your life, if that is what is required for you to get done whatever it is that he needs to be done for his glory, he's going to make sure that you have it. So favor surpasses all the requirements. You got to learn to live from the spiritual aspect. You are a kingdom citizen now. We don't walk around here like everybody else. You got to walk in with, with knowing you already got the victory. Knowing you already got the approval. Knowing that when you get there, everything is going to be provided. Knowing that when you walk into whatever he's called you to be and do. And, and whatever covenants he's called you to to uh, join. He's going to equip you for whatever it is he's calling you to. God is not going to call you to something and not provide for you. Where God guides, he provides. Come on now. If we're going to talk it, we're going to walk it like we talk it. You got to believe the stuff that you're speaking and saying. You got to live. You can't be singing. Who, who, who is it? Ty but I think. I got the victor, victor, victory. And then, as soon as you go through a trial. Oh, Lord. Lord. We're back. I'm weak. <laughs> for real. All jokes aside, though. For real. You can't be shouting it, but pouting it. You got to walk it like you talk it because people are walking, watching you and they want to see how you respond to people persecuting you. She says she a Christian. Mm. I seen how such and such did such and such. I wonder, yeah, because I would have never, I could have never. Right. You could have never. But the God in me the greater is he that is in me. The greater is he that is in you. Can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens us. Okay. So yes. You got to become a liver of the word. It comes a time. My first lady said this. I'm not going to say her name because I didn't ask permission. But I, oh, I just love when she said this. She said. Don't quote me y'all. But she said. When are we going to take the words and begin to live it and walk in it that was oh i could just kiss her holy cheeks that is the that is the very thing that i always wanted to ask when do you know how much of 
of a blessing it is to be able to walk in in this manual like you got the answers it's a whole answer book it's just like y'all play them video games you know you might play video games i don't know and you got this this uh book and it show you all the cheat codes and tell you how to do it and how to you know it's telling you right there like this is amazing it's amazing glory to god so uh let me let me jump back over here uh, basically y'all people are watching you and how you respond and how you act and how you carry yourself on your walk it matters and that could be the very thing that either cost us a soul to the kingdom or wins us a soul to the kingdom. And I'm going to say secures a soul to the kingdom. Because like I said, we we got people don't like to talk about it. But I'm going to say what I want to say. The, the religious folk. You got people who are just around to see if the blood really worked. They doing the, they, they doing the you know, the whole protocol. But they might not believe. They just operating you know doing doing with the okay let me do the basics which is fine you got to get in where you live in it sometimes that very thing you 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 doing just that that might be the thing that gets you to say oh yeah come on let me walk with god because i just had to see that because i was losing faith i ain't gonna lie so we can't knock the non-believers and we can't knock the religious folk because i don't care who you are i don't care how far you get in your journey or if you just started you gotta know that you're going to go through each phase of that. Because there was a time I didn't believe. Because of lack of understanding. There was a time I wanted to believe so bad. That I did everything that they told me I had to do. But I really didn't believe. And then there was a time I began to walk out the word. And I saw with my own eyes. My own spiritual eyes. I heard with my own ears. My own spiritual ears. Because I got up out of that mess. And I turned off that music. And I turned off that TV. And I got from up under those people I hung out with in the streets. I got from, you know what I'm saying? You got to make some changes. What they say, if you want to uh, know better or whatever, you got to do better, however it go. That's how it is. So I just encourage y'all to walk it like you talk it. And you cannot allow yourself to be held hostage to others' opinions. Because who are you serving? God. Okay? And and I want to encourage somebody else today. No matter how long it take, God will get the glory out of this. You will come out of this. Because in Philippians uh, chapter 1 verse 6 it reads, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until the day of completion. Until the day of Christ Jesus. So if he began it, he's going to complete it. He's going to complete it. That's the type of God that we serve. So you ain't going to die until it's completed. So you can keep running around the wilderness, doing what you want to do, taking however long you want to take detours. And I can say that because I've been through that. I ran for so many years, y'all. I ran and I ran. And if I would have just pressed on, it's like it's like one of the things like shoot if I would have knew that yes literally but sometimes you never know until you go you never know how things will be until you walk into it that's why you can't allow fear to drive you God didn't give us the spirit of fear 
But yes, we have fear because not all fear is bad. Okay? We fear him. And I ain't talking about, oh, I'm scared. You scared? Go to church. No, I ain't talking about all that. I'm talking about knowing that there is a higher power above you who has control. Okay? Fear can be very humbling. And I have, I can only speak from what I've been through. And I'm telling y'all, since I've been taking steps out on faith, some people say stepping out on fear, whatever you want to call it. Stepping out on faith, I have experienced so much joy in the midst of trials. God has proven himself as he said he is and has taken care of me in any circumstance that I either got myself into or that he allowed me to go through when I was in my wilderness season. And I was still able to be used by God when I went through that. Hits the podcast that I'm talking to y'all. If I would not have been obedient, this would have never been here. It's not a big deal to me because I talk to people on the phone. I can call you, you know, if God give me a message, I'm going to call you. If he tell me to say something, speak a word over you, I'm going to inbox you. But this is for his greater glory because, and I'm so blessed and honored, God, I thank you, that you chose me. To, to operate in this gift because it takes a special kind of person to go forth and it takes a special kind of courage to speak and, and, and not know who you're reaching. You know what I mean? That is a, is a very, that's why you got to listen to God and hear exactly what he say. Same for your journey. That's why you got to move how he called you to move and not what people say. Because, like I said, you never know who's watching and who's listening. If he's telling you to do something now that you was planning on waiting, do it now. If, if, if it's an inconvenience to you, oh well, you live for God. So, come on, let's wrap this up because I got to go. <laughs> More of the story is you're going to make it through. Don't get weary. Your waiting is not in vain. Your your persecution is not in vain. All the stuff that you are experiencing is not in vain. I want you to remember to walk it how you talk it. What you reading, you got to walk it out. And don't you worry about them naysayers. Because they want to call you a sellout. Oh well, I sure am. I'm so I'm sold out for Christ. I'm sold out. <laughs> I'm playing. No, for real. I'm sold out for Christ. Okay. You you don't let them tell tell you feed you this crap that you a sellout. You ain't no sellout. You lay your life down that your brother might be saying. You tell them folks, yeah, I might look crazy, but I'm laying it down. So when you experience this, you know how, how you seen how God pulled me through it, and you can and you can do some of the things you saw me do, or or the, or the gifts that He had me develop, whether it be a book or a YouTube channel, whatever it is. You might be able to watch that ministry when you go through your trial. And it might be the very thing that pull you through. That's what you tell them. You tell them that you're selfless. Because you could have been selfish. And stayed on your road to Damascus. Doing what you wanted to do. You could have been selfish. And got all up in people's faces. When they was disrespecting you. And showing out. And disrespecting Christ. By the way you carrying yourself. With his title on you. 
but you chose to be that very sellout that they called you because you were sold out for Christ for the greater glory of him that your brother and your sister might be saved spiritual brother and sister might be saved because you were selfless that's what you tell them folk okay so and one more thing <laughs> you tell them I don't know what you heard but I come to set the record straight I am not a hostage I am a weapon it happened it's gonna happen and it had to happen you are fighting from a place of victory you have already won the battle walk it how you talk it I declare and decree that each and every day that God wakes your eyes each and every day that he breathes fresh breath into your body that that day will be a great, blessed, filled, and prosperous day. And that each and everything you do, each and every step that he has ordered, will be for the greater glory, glory of him. And that each and every person that you reach, meet, and teach, that that seed will begin to flourish and that they will reach, meet, and fleet, reach, meet, and teach other people down the line. love y'all stay great stay blessed and filled and prosperous you walk your walk like god called you to walk your walk don't be embarrassed of what you experienced do not be embarrassed of where god is calling you to go don't be embarrassed about what he's calling you and asking you to do and how he's asking you to move what may be an inconvenience for man may be the very convenience for God. Hallelujah. You're a prophet. You are a prophet. And you are required to prepare the way. So get in line. Stop serving man. I love y'all. Stay blessed. Until next time.